Hello, hello. How you doing there? Uh, my name is Noah El Nagdi. I'm here on this very special day with my co-host. Odell Yamani. And we're here today, the day after the North London Derby. Um, the third game in a row of three huge games. The We got one more coming up, but as Spurs fans, this was probably the biggest one on our calendar when the, when the whole season first came out. Um, and luckily... We're, I mean, I guess three for three, no losses, but, uh, you know, two wins and then a draw. What happened yesterday was was magical. Um, so we're going to get into all that. Uh, it's going to probably going to be a lot. <laughs> um, but I know I'm really excited to talk about it. But before we jump right in, I want to ask you today. So just like usual, ask you your report. How was it in Virginia Beach? Well, uh, we were expecting it to be very cold. Uh, yeah, it's the forecast was 45 degrees. We were like, it's gonna feel like real feel is gonna be 40. Everyone <laughs> dressed up, but then the sun hit pretty hard, you know. Uh, did he? Yeah, it got to like 55. <laughs> or yeah, I saw what you did there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it got warmer, and so we were comfortable. And then we got to see our team win. There was good yeah. turnout. We had a few new fans. Uh, you know, awesome connections, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was just all around a great day. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you. So like on my end, um, LA is still basically closed down. Mm -hmm. Um, nothing's open, so you can't really go anywhere. So this was the first London Derby. I, I, that I can remember that I had to watch by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, it was very difficult. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, also I'm in LA, so it was like early, not early morning, but I think nine 30 was the start. And, uh, it was hard not to wake all my neighbors. <laughs> course that's, yeah. it's just it's just such a big game i mean it's so hard to not to do that yeah yeah no um at halftime i gave you guys the traditional halftime call and i was walking <laughs> down the street um just to get some air and once once you guys got on the phone i was just screaming because i hadn't screamed <laughs> yet um i saw you up there yeah yeah no what a what a magical day right. um but yeah so we're going to start straight from the top. Just jump right into this game. <clears throat> Biggest match of the year, North London Derby. Um, so I guess my first question for you before we get into it is who had more red cards, Jaka or Lacazette? Uh, definitely Jaka. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that first uh, foul, like, off the ball, like, straight like, into Harry Kane. Ten minutes that, in. I mean, that at least, I mean, should at least constitute a yellow card. Yeah. You know, because there's no contact with the ball. He went straight for Harry Kane. Harry Kane could have gotten injured. I mean, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, maybe the FA is looking at it. Who knows? But I mean, he Probably should not. he should have definitely gotten a red card after a second yeah. foul, at least. Yeah. But you know, six fouls in, he also got a uh, free kick. I mean, he could have been very dangerous. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And the Celso got a yellow card after his second foul. You know, yeah. like the ref was just as yeah. usual. The commentators were were also. You know, I don't want to oh, go yeah. in on the comment. But you know, I, you know, you know how I feel about that, bro. I, I'd rather watch soccer the old-fashioned way. No commentary, just listen to all the fans and you know the crowd noise, the players yelling at each other and swearing yeah. and shit. <laughs> well, then that's another thing, and you know, we'll touch on all these things. We'll actually get back to the ref uh, here in a bit. But uh, it was very nice getting to hear not just a fake "Come on, you Spurs" or a fake uh, when the Spurs go marching in, 
but here in the right. actual boys, uh, they actually yeah, wasn't strong. Yeah, no, and it was nice. I mean, you could really hear them over the commentators. You could really hear them in the background. I mean, sixty thousand. I dude, two thousand was loud. I couldn't imagine once it's back to full capacity. Right. Yeah. I cannot. I cannot believe. <laughs> it's a shame that fans can't really see this uh, full fledged. Yeah. I don't know the stat, but everything I, I feel like I watched was all the home teams that I noticed won this weekend. And I think the fans just had a big, big role in all of that. Damn, I didn't know about that stat. That's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> I, I, I want to say they did, but I could be wrong. Um, one thing with that being said is next week we go to Anfield. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, going to Anfield, having you know their, their fans there, that's going to be – a that's to be something to come up against. Right. But I mean, Liverpool, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's in my opinion, that's, that's the actually the, the biggest test, you know, once we yeah. get past them, we, we, we could assure our whole squad that we, we could really go the whole way, you know, yeah. all the way. And uh, Liverpool, I mean, I know they're down a few main <laughs> players, star players, but yeah. they're still pretty difficult to play against. I mean, I remember watching them last, I mean, Yesterday, I believe they played Wolves, if I'm not wrong, and they beat them 4-0. Uh, and, I mean, it was 1-0 or something, like, uh, around, after, right around after halftime. Yeah. Uh, in the second half, you know, 47th minute or something. And then I, I left. I didn't really finish the match. But the game ended up ending 4-0. You know, I thought, yeah. you know, Wolves might be able to come back, something like that. But they're still a strong team. And so that's going to be a good test for us. And yeah. once we get past Liverpool... Uh, our players will be motivated enough. Mourinho will have instilled, uh, you know, full effect Mourinho mode. The players, yeah. I mean, Hoybier is a baller. You know, oh what a monster. God. Most oh, passes man. by a mile in the league. Like, yeah, I mean, we have to we have to take uh, Anfield. Uh, it doesn't matter that they have fans. This is going to be a big test, you know? Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. Definitely probably our biggest one so far, even though the last three games, you know, right. in, in a row having that kind of competition – you really have to ask who makes these schedules. I'm, I um, mean, this is like our best uh, big six uh, record run in recent history. Like usually yeah. every season we can't we can't compete for first and second every season uh, because, you know, uh, we end up losing to most of the big six teams. Mm-hmm. Our record with the big six teams is always like, I mean, Potts' record with the big six teams is horrible, you know, like yeah. it was really bad. We only had a few wins, like mostly losses, yeah. a few draws and, Mourinho's turning that around, and yeah. uh, so let's you know let's take on another big six team, and you know yeah. make the ultimate statement by going going after the previous, uh, you know the title holders. And I think we're almost showing uh, Arsenal a little bit too much respect because uh, if the big six counts all the way to sixteen, then maybe they're <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean they definitely still have the type of squad that would survive this the, this this uh, division. Yeah. But um yeah, they're not yeah, I mean, you know, just the original big six, even though yeah, it should only be like a big five. If you want to include a six, maybe Leicester Wolves or Leicester and Wolves, yeah. Um, so yeah, jumping into the game. Um, looking at that Arsenal team, you know, something I'd never seen from Arsenal before is going into the game, and I don't know every player. I'm like curious who the hell these guys are. Um, now to me, that is a huge sign of the difference between uh, Tottenham and Arsenal right now. Um, but yeah, just going into it is like, you know, obviously Jock is horrible. Uh, Obama Young was invisible. Um, Lacazette was literally just fouling for fun. 
Um, but then there was like two or three other people that it's like, who are you? And, you know, Mesut Ozil doesn't even get near the pitch. I don't even right. care about that. This ain't an Arsenal podcast, but, <laughs> but it was nice to see when I looked at the, the, you know, the roster before the match, I'm just like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? You know? Yeah. I mean, the Arsenal squad has changed. They picked up a few players, not big name <laughs> players because, you know, they've, they, they spent most of their money on Partey, but there's no more Partey this season. Uh, Partey's over. Like, yeah, Partey's <laughs> over for at least a few weeks. Well, I mean, Arteta pushed them back onto the pitch, so he might have, you know, messed it up even more. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so, yeah, basically, you know, about, I'm not sure the exact minute, but about 10 minutes in, uh, you know, Sonny does something that... Uh, will be remembered forever. You know, we look at the world-class goals that Sun scores and we look at, you know, goals against Arsenal and, you know, goals against Arsenal as a Spurs fan, you know, we all know the Danny Rose goal. We all know, you know, the Harry Kane mask off goal. You know, they got names and things, but like this one was world-class. I mean, it, right. the fact that it was against Arsenal makes it so much better for us. But I agree. I, that, yeah. That goal, uh, what were your thoughts about it? And I'm really curious what happened at the pub when that went in. <laughs> Even when he turned on net, you know, was Dave already screaming or? <laughs> well, we we weren't um, we weren't expecting that. You know, Arsenal was, uh, they're pressuring us. Uh, I mean, you know, they had most possession the whole game. Um, but, what you know, you, you look at the formation Arsenal was playing with, they had three in the back. When I heard that, when I heard the commentators say that um, or point that out, I realized that, you know, players like Bayerin and like uh, Tierney were going to get caught out, even though yeah. Tierney is part of that back line, that back three. He's still going to get caught out because yeah. their formation is all over the place. And so, yeah, I mean, Bayerin opened up the space for Sonny to run behind him. And then Serge Reguillon, he did the yep. great job of yep. continuing the run, uh, which uh, basically messed with Rob holding positioning and opened up so much space for Hillman's son to yeah. hold the RT button on the controller and <laughs> into the back of the net. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, what a beauty. I mean, it was one of those ones where, you know, it opened up and I think everyone in the world is just like, shoot! Yeah. He did. You know, there was no hesitation. Yeah. And- you know, he hit it just right. And really, like, other than just how beautiful the goal was, you know, that's what we want from our boys. You know, there was a time last season where, you know, Sun might have taken an extra touch, might have thought twice, you know, two, three times extra, and, you know, the play's over. Um, this season, obviously, he's in amazing form. Harry Kane in amazing form. Um, and, yeah, he pulled the trigger. Uh, with no fear, and it went exactly where he wanted it to go. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I, I'm so happy he got to score that. I mean, uh, the scenes from uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, you know, the new White Hart Lane, the scenes were amazing. You know, the players running together in, oh, yeah. in unison, um, Mourinho and, uh, you know, our boy, what's uh, uh, Joao Sacramento. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the Sarkin, bro. Number one, hand, yeah, his, his, his second-hand man. They were, you know, oh arm on shoulder, arm on shoulder. You know, they were happy. They're very happy with the squad yep. that they have. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, what an amazing goal. You already mentioned it, but I have to, you know, re-mention that run from Regulon really opened the whole thing up. And he was maybe yes. 45 yards behind the ball when Sun first touched it. Yeah. And that, that boy mm-hmm. screaming down the side, 
changed the whole shape yeah. of the defense. And again, Sonny yeah. saw it and he did what, what he did, what he does best. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, if, if Regulon hadn't made that run, uh, there would still would have been two center backs in Sonny's face. So we, yep. we don't know what would have happened. But yep. Thankfully. I mean, I mean, have you seen have you seen the commentary uh, the Korean commentary of the goal? <laughs> I did get to see it. Oh my god. That's, that they was how crazy, all... man. They love it. <laughs> I think we all exactly. knew what they were That's how we all felt. That's... <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone was just hopping around when that happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh Stella, so Stella is flying all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um yeah, too much fun. It's good, to, you know, and then again, fans back in the stadium, they got to witness that live. Those right. people, uh, you know, memories forever. Um, and then, you know, just as yeah. usual, the old duo strike again. You know, the pass was from Kane that's, that started the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful number 10 pass. You know, this amazing yeah. midfielder, Javi, you know, Harry Kane. Um, <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I mean... <clears throat> So not just moving on too quickly, but uh, other than the goal, we didn't have much going on. Um, and, and we know that, you know, um, and I want to hear your opinion on kind of the possession and what was going on, you know, other than the two spectacular moments. But like first half, like what, what were your thoughts about, you know, kind of us managing the game and, and the players on the pitch at that point? Well, Mourinho likes to set up strong defensive teams mm-hmm. uh, that rely on world-class players to do what they're supposed to do, you know, yep. on the soccer, on the, on the football field. Yep. And so uh, he set up a really strong defensive team. You know, we haven't been scored on uh, in a while or we haven't no, been scored we, on, you know, in the Prem, right? Uh, in the last few scored. games, at least. Yeah, in the last... Uh, not the whole season. We've been scored on. Yeah, I mean, like, Man City didn't score on us. Chelsea didn't score on us. And now Arsenal. Um, You know, and that's not just – I mean, clean sheets were tough enough for us to keep in general, you know, last season. Yeah. And now we're doing it to to the top of the league. Right. And, and, I mean, we we really have to be thankful of uh, the competition and what it's done to players like Aurier and Eric Dyer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, Eric Dyer, uh, you know, world-class. But really, Serge Aurier, I can't, I can't say enough about his form. And um, we'll get to the second goal, um, but he basically started that whole thing. Um, it was his pass in to Sonny, you know, from our back line that started that whole run that led to the second goal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so – And, you know uh, – <clears throat> Go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Uh, no, no, good, because I'm going to move past, you know, this in a second. So continue what you're saying. Oh, I was just going to say uh, we were kind of fortunate that, uh, well, you know, it's, unfor- it's unfortunate for them, but we were kind of fortunate that Partey walked off the field. Uh, he opened up a lot of space in the mid for La Celsa to be able to get that ball because that's where Partey would have been. He would have been on La Celsa's back. And thankfully, La Celso had so much real estate to – get the ball to Sonny and Sonny, obviously he knows that all these players know that if this man does a overstep and then shifts, right, he's going to finesse into the corner. So all the defenders shifted with him and then he yep. found the, he, you know, he found Kane and yep. that duo is just dirty. You know, it's one of the craziest yep. duos we've ever seen in the premier league. 
and yeah. very soon they'll overtake they will overtake the uh, the greatest duo in history and they'll become that that duo <laughs> yeah um but yeah what you're saying about the dynamic duo of Harry Kane and Son um there's really no one else in, in the league i mean i guess liverpool have you know mane and sala and you could put like firmino in that a little bit but there's really no other team that has the the duo that has been together for so long, like, you know, the second goal that passed to Harry Kane, he did it with his eyes closed. And I don't think anyone was expecting it. You know, um, he pulled the defense, shifted them. I all was, right. I was. You, you said you were expecting it. I was expecting it because of FIFA. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's where you get all your good stats. Bro, Harry Kane, Harry Kane's soccer IQ is so high. He's the smartest yeah. player we have. He's the most yeah. valuable player we have. He's one of the most valuable players we've ever had, and that's why because he could, he can find Youngman's son. He he. It's not that they know each other so well. It's just Harry Kane knows how to get the ball to someone's feet from yeah. the craziest spots. You know, like he's he's three three defenders on him. He still gets the ball to yeah. Harry to Youngman's son and gets the score. You know. Yep. Yeah. No. I mean, he's he's really showed. Uh, it's crazy because you know he's won the golden boot, you know, multiple times and he's been our star forever. And it's crazy to think that he's only getting better. Um, <clears throat> and same with Sonny. And then, you know, once them and everyone else start clicking even more and then they get even better. You know, I think as Spurs fans, we get scared sometimes, or at least we used to thinking like, Oh man, this run's going to end or it's luck or something Spursy is going to happen. Um, but really, you know, you look at what we were just talking about, the clean sheets, um, the defensive record, right. The fact that we don't need the ball um, to really win games. And you can really see that there is even more growth for our team, even at first place in you know top of the league, that we could still grow and do better and improve um, yeah. and really play some AKA, great AKA the return of full fitness bail, the return of full oh fitness Lamella. Oh, my the God. The return of full fitness in Dombole. Yeah. You know? players the the rebirth of Dele Alli and Harry Winks these yep. players they haven't been used as much in the beginning of the season but I mean you have to look back at a lot of these winning teams and we've talked about this a lot having bench depth is so essential to winning titles because you have to yep. be able to take a player out of a position and fill that position with another <clears throat> world-class player or at least yep. a player who's capable of filling in the, sh the player he just replaced yeah we have that kind of squad at the moment. And those players could come to really help us uh, at the end of the season, you know, in Europa League, at the final stages, uh, in the Prem, you know, Bale could could be so essential in the second half of the season. You know, yeah. a lot of these players, we still haven't seen their full potential and we're going to see their full potential. And hopefully we'll, we'll right at the end of this year at the top, the top of the league, we'll get past all these big games. And that's when, you know, that's when title races yeah. really really on yeah yeah exactly after next week it'll be um it, people won't be saying it's the beginning of the season anymore we've played all the big teams right um and really what happens after next week will determine a lot of the season um but talking about that player right. depth, <clears throat> talking about that bench depth you know you look at uh you know steven bergwan you know he comes in and does a you know does a job you know has a full shift um and not really probably the way he would like to play, which is maybe more attacking, 
but <clears throat> he did what he needed. And he really, you know, he hasn't been on the, on the team sheet for a few weeks. And so you kind of think like, same with like Deli Alley, same with other players. And you're like, Oh, they might be falling off. Or when they come in, they might need a few touches or minutes to really get up to speed. Um, especially these attacking players who might not want to, you know, run back and forth from the defensive box and stuff like that. Um, but everyone from Bergwine to Sonny to Harry Kane, you know, everyone was playing defense. Everyone was doing a job. Um, and really it was, yeah. it was amazing to see, you know, from, from all over the pitch. Yeah. Harry Kane had more touches in our box, yeah. in our defensive box than he had in the attacking box. <laughs> see, and, and I want to talk about that for a second. Um, it's one of my big notes. Uh, so the commentators kept saying, I was watching on Sky Sports, the commentators kept saying, um, Arsenal are dominating the football. Um, well, I definitely understand that they had the ball more. I understand possession stats, but there's a few stats that they just like refuse to look at. So Arsenal had like, you know, I'm not looking at, you know, right now this in front of me, but it was something like Arsenal had like 11 shots on goal with like 80% possession or some shit like that. Um, <clears throat> but then it was like, it was like, uh, like 11 attempts, but like two on target. Well, we had like four attempts and three on target. So it's like, okay, we don't have the ball, but we're getting the ball. We're getting him in dangerous positions. And to say that Arsenal is dominating the football, they didn't come near our box. You know, they, they might've been in our half. They might've had the ball, but they weren't doing anything with it. You know, yeah. and to say that like Arsenal controlled the game. So many people were like, many commentators like, well, the only difference is Harry Kane and, and son. You know, if, if Arsenal had Harry Kane and son, they would have won. It's like, what are you watching? <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, I was after the game, Robbie Earl, you know, uh, on NBC, yeah. he said it, he said it best. He said that, you know, teams like teams like Tottenham, they, they know how to defend. Like you could, you could put in crosses, you could take shots. Yep. Other teams aren't going to score, but yep. we, when we get the opportunity, we're going to score and being yeah. clinical is more important. And I learned what the day I learned that possession didn't matter, mm -hmm. didn't matter at all. All that mattered is how many more goals you could score than the other team was when Chelsea and Bayern Munich were playing in the Champions League final. Oh, Bayern Munich had all the possession. They were up 1-0, Muller's goal. And then right at the end of the game, Drogba comes in, hits the ball into the back of the net with a header, crazy header. And then yeah. guess who wins the Champions League? Chelsea. Guess who, guess who gets kicked out of the Champions League? Tottenham. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah i definitely still have uh scars from that that memory <laughs> oh yeah um <laughs> but yeah i mean and that's the thing you know we're talking about obviously harry kane and son who also i mean sunny too were putting in defensive shifts and it's amazing to see when you got your wingers doing that when you got your strikers right. doing it. um right you know a big shout out i know you've already said his name once in the beginning but obviously pierre M emory hold my beer. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, him and Sissoko, there was one time, I don't remember who was running down the line, but he had Sissoko and uh, um, Hoybier running with him. And it was, it was scary to watch. Like I felt bad for them. And it was just, I mean, for us, it was fun. Uh, it was like, you're not getting, you're not getting past her. And they were just like tossing them up. Like you want them, you want them. And it, oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Trying to break down that midfield is going to be very difficult for everyone we play. And for the first time, from the midfield to the forwards to the defense, when people come into our half, 
there's not this like, you know, traditional Spursy feeling of like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. You know, um, it's actually a comfortable feeling, which, you know, you don't want to be overconfident, right. too confident or anything like that. But really for the first time, like as a Spurs fan, when teams break on us or they come into our half, even when it's one-on-one, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not nervous at all, you know? <clears throat> and that really just has to do, in my opinion, with, again, uh, hold my beer, Sissoko, uh, <laughs> even Lo Celso, you know, really just a, a fine midfield. And you look at Lo Celso, who hasn't played in a minute. You know, he just, he's been getting 15-minute appearances to get his fitness back up. But, you know, Ndombele uh, drops out for illness right before, and he comes in and does does a job. <clears throat> well, the the crazy thing is, I mean, I was I was gonna actually uh, also uh, shout out to Vasalso because Vasalso yeah. actually played uh, the the Europa League game, like the whole game, right? Oh, you're and right. So correct. And so, and then he started this game, and I remember the first time he got stubbed in in the second half against our, you know, in, a, in an NLD, and I knew that guy was going to be an NLD player, like he's the. <laughs> Because he came in with so much fire, he under—it's like he understood the NLD meant to the club, and so he yeah. went in the first time to play against Arsenal. And I mean, this last game, you know, he—he's dope, but uh, you know, we'll we'll have some players replacing him maybe the, the next game just to get him a rest. Or, I mean, he could probably get enough rest before the next Europa League game. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you look at him, and you know, you see, you usually would see him as a creative attacking midfielder. Um, you know, the spark, things like this, um, the Argentinian fire. Um, but you know, you, you talk about the North London Derby, the mentality, you know, when this guy gets subbed off, they had to drag him off the pitch and it's like, this guy gets it, you know? And if we have a player that, that comes from Spain, you know, might not know the language very well, obviously he's a fighter. He's, you know, what we want, but you know, just like that, he's already through and through Spurs, you know, he's already you know, shithousery, you know, one-on-one, you know, right. and it's really amazing to see, you know, it, it's one of those things where <clears throat> we don't just need goals. We need wins and we need people that'll take us there and we need them on the bench. We need them on the pitch and we need them every time, you know, every day and seeing him and, and the whole, the, <laughs> you, you saw Ben Davis, uh, not let them get that throw in <laughs> when he was uh, <laughs> on the sidelines. He's essential, man. He's, yeah. he's been used very, very well by Mourinho. And I think it's because, you know, they, they really did show us how intelligent he was in the documentary. We heard yeah. him uh, being a leader on the field at the beginning of COVID when we could only hear the players yelling. Yeah. And, um, and you're, you're so talking about Ben Davis a, at the moment? or Huh? You're talking about Ben Davis or Los Celso? Yeah, Ben Davis. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's a leader, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, Mourinho is relying on him. He's already captained a few of our games this season, so yeah. he it's it's in it's really nice that Mourinho sent out Rodon, Bale, and uh, Ben Davis to warm up together on the oh, sideline. The Welsh wall, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, talking about <clears throat> Ben Davis and, and um, Joe Roden, um, uh, it's nice to see that you we get these defensive players coming in and really just the mentality and you see Bale, you know, go back to the bench, you know, and it's one of those things where <clears throat> Bale's an amazing player, but the mentality and the team and the win is most important. And I think even players right. like Bale, and I think Delhi too, you know, I'm assuming, but 
I think they, I think they are all bought in to what, what might happen this season and uh, what Mourinho's yeah. telling them. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree fully. I mean, we have leaders in this team. You know, that's the, that's the kind of squad we want. We wanted to build a squad of leaders. Uh, future captain Hoybia, yep. you know, Hoybia and Sissoko, that's a crazy partnership. Aurier stepping up, Eric Dyer stepping up, Alderweireld stepping up, yep. uh, Serge Regulus, the whole squad. And then and then our front three, you know, one one of them's uh, 23 or 24 years old, Steven Bergman, you know, he's the youngest of the top three, yeah. uh, the, up front, the three up front. And that three up front is just so dangerous, you know. Every time Stevie got the ball out wide or Sonny got the ball out wide, Everyone at the pub in Virginia Beach were freaking out because it's like it's literally like you know what he has to do and you're just waiting for him to do it and if he doesn't do it we might I mean we're either gonna get another opportunity or we're just gonna lose the ball so we just yeah. move on after but you know Sunny's goal that's yeah. that's exactly what we're waiting for yep yeah um that's basically my next point on here which is uh the next note that I have written down which you know you can talk about possession we we were mentioning that you know you can talk about all that stuff. But in my opinion, as a Spurs fan, even looking at that game, the North London Derby, when whatever, our possession stats was, were horrible. Um, <clears throat> we didn't have the ball much. But seriously, I think that was some of the best football I've seen at Tottenham since I've been a fan. And very specifically, exactly what we're talking about is we have leaders all over the field. We have everyone bought into the exact same script. And we have, you know, it's, it's a team football, you know, true team football. That's what I've written in my notes. And then winning football, you know, and that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not just like uh, Harry Kane goals, son, you know, beautiful goals. No, it's, it's way more than that. And you can really see it when the possession stats are so low, but not, not for one moment were we scared that something was going to happen. Yeah. Didn't you see Jose Mourinho? Are you not entertained? <laughs> You know, yeah, Portugal. No, it's like I don't got it, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's really great to see all over the pitch in the dressing room. Um, really, some of the best football I've seen, um, from them, but okay, so I was gonna go on to um, let's so. Basically, he brings on a few subs and the whole formation changes up. And but then you see, you know, Regulon getting even more open, more opportunities. You got Serge, you know, on the right, also getting more opportunities. So it's really one of those things where our our team can can move around a little bit. And, you know, there's no worries. It's it's really something that we haven't experienced as Spurs fans. Um and it's one of those things that, like, if this happens over, like, a three-game span, um, you might think that, oh, man, this is great. But this is happening every minute of the game, you know. <clears throat> and I guess, okay, one thing I wanted to bring up that I uh, didn't have written down was, you know, as we're saying, everyone on the same page, same mindset, um, Hugo Lloris, you know, Hugo, Hugo, I mean, Hugo boss, man, like he only came in or like only had to do maybe one or two saves, but one of them could have been a goal. And that the the dive down to the right, I think it was on a Lacazette shot. I mean, that was a goal and that was a world-class save and, and kept us in the game, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And just as we're saying, you know, Sissoko doing a shift, uh, Sonny doing a shift, Hugo, just the same, you know, no sleeping. All right. So, you know, we have these players that are buying into the system. They're doing what they're, what they're supposed to do. They're taking up these different responsibilities. Once you know how to conserve your energy during the game, yep. you know, there's a game plan. Mourinho's definitely putting these guys through a game plan. They know what they have to do, and there's different parts of the game where players have to step up in a different way, depending on the positioning, the formation, how hard they're being hit by the opposition team. You know, there's so many different things that go into how this team operates. And you know, Mourinho's done uh, a great job with this squad, and our players are really feeding into his his uh, motivation, I guess. Yeah, um, one thing I've written down is. <clears throat> William who like where was William I didn't see him all match until you know you saw the afro and they're like oh wait William's on the pitch I forgot he went to Arsenal <laughs> yeah I mean uh, thank god he went to Arsenal because yeah. we almost got him yeah oh please no but um yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's got those Chelsea colors those Arsenal colors you, you can keep them we don't need them yeah the, the Chelsea retirement <laughs> home that is Arsenal now but yeah so I've written down probably one of my last notes. We already mentioned it, but conceded zero goals in the last three matches. We already talked about that. But yeah, I mean, really a shift from everyone all over the pitch. Um, is there anything else, any other players, anything else like specifically about that match that you kind of want to touch on? Well, uh, once again, uh, Serge Aurier. Yep. Uh, he's been doing great this season. You know, so you know, he's really worked on everything he's supposed to work on. Yeah, uh, we saw in the documentary, you know, uh, Mourinho dug into him. You know, he embarrassed him in front of the whole squad. Yeah, and we we learned from that. We learned that Aurier isn't the kind of player who was going to uh, be a sissy and be like, "I'm just, yeah. I'm just gonna leave. I, I want to get yeah. sold in the summer." He yeah. almost was, but he took the harder path, and the harder path is proving yourself to such a world class manager and trying to compete in the best league in the world. And he's doing yeah. that, and he's getting more playing time now than Doherty. And uh, I see why. I mean, he's, yeah. he's probably showing that in practice, too. And he yeah. wants to stay here. He wants to be here. This is like, I mean, where does he go from here? You know, this is probably the best I yeah. mean, for him and for us right now. Yeah, 100%. No, that, I mean, the fact that he stayed was was so is so vital for our season. And people weren't ready for it because, you know, we brought – Doherty in and uh you know <clears throat> everyone thought well okay that's that's the boot for Serge and everyone you know a lot of Spurs fans were like thank god you know not really us we, we were never saying that um and it's nice that at Spurs we have a few players um you know Serge uh, Sissoko and if you go all the way back to like Gareth Bale a lot of players that maybe you know weren't doing that well and then after time after progression after effort you know, they turn it around. It's so funny thing about Spurs fans and people might think we're like fickle or, you know, Spursy, I guess you could say, because we're like on his back one day and then loving him another day. But really it's very simple. We care about Tottenham. We care about winning. So whether it's Sissoko getting horrible touches on the ball, you know, three seasons ago, or, you know, Serge giving up penalty after penalty last season, we're not here for it. And we're going to tell him, you know, but then the second you start doing good, we're not fickle. We're here for the team. And we will welcome you right back into our loving arms. <laughs> right, right. That, that The attitude around the, the club has changed this season. From the manager, 
uh, to the squad. You know, thank you, Levy. You know, we we yeah, exactly. came a lot previously. Thank you, Daniel Levy. And, <laughs> I mean, the fan base, the fan base's attitude has changed. You know, everyone's more confident. We're much more optimistic. Mm-hmm. We expect more from our players. You know, yep. if we're if we're up three uh, one and it ends three three, you know, or you know, yep. we which we've had two games like that this season. We yep. don't we don't accept that, and our yep. players are angry when that happens, and then they go and prove themselves in the Premier League, you know, or yep. the next game, whatever match that is. And I mean, we're stepping up. Um, I'm really <laughs> happy that there are fans at the stadium. Uh, I'm I'm glad. I'm really I really am. Yeah. No, big things happen at, at White Hart Lane. Um, very exciting. Very excited for every game. Um, what a match. Probably one of the most fun North London derbies I've ever watched, um, even without possession. Just watching our team really manhandle whatever you call them, um, <laughs> scum or whatever. Yeah, um, we're all these Arsenal fans that they're beat us. How, how do you – what? Mind the gap. Just, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. We're fighting for the title, and they're fighting against relegation. All right? We're two different worlds. So, my question for you then, before going to Liverpool, how many more matches do you think uh, uh, their coach has before before he gets the can? Arteta? Yeah. Well, I you mean... Think they're gonna, you, know, give him the, you think they're going to give him the, uh, you know old player like seniority where like they kind of for uh Ole at um <clears throat> man U, or you think they're just gonna be like cutting the cord well um they're still alive in Europa League yeah but the thing is the Premier League is so much more important to, yeah. to in this situation this scenario because they're so low in the Premier League they yeah. can't risk taking even more L's in the Premier League so I mean, their next game is Dundalk and Europa League. The game after that is Burnley. And then Southampton and Everton, then City, then Chelsea. So I don't think this guy's going to survive past, like, Southampton if they don't get three positive results. I mean, or maybe Everton's the day he gets the sack if they don't get good results until then. But who knows? I mean, that's really up to them. And, uh, frankly, uh, you know, to be frank, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Arteta in. (laughs) Let's keep. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make that sign. Hey, man, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Reporting, reporting from Virginia Beach Spurs, the Arsenal Supporters Club in Virginia Beach has been uh, very complacent and stagnant, and uh, they're not even showing up to games. So oh. we're still repping because we're real fans. We know what's up. Yep. Just got that mask on. We don't care. <clears throat> exactly. We're outdoors. Yep. <laughs> also true. Um. Yeah. All right, so what a beautiful match. Um, and then coming up this weekend, we got – so we got Europa coming up, but we're kind of going to – we're going to skip over that right now and just go straight to the Liverpool match. Um, I want to hear your thoughts about that, um, thinking about our current form, what you think we need to do most, and, like, what player you think will be vital. Well, um, Hoybia is going to be very vital. Yep. Very Hoybier. important uh, because – you know, last season, the season before, we used to get uh, – the, the squad used to get penetrated through the middle a lot. Yeah. I mean, there were moments where we – there were balls crossed into from the sides, but it was mostly through through the middle, you know, the play yeah. through the middle. We didn't have someone who could defend in front of the <laughs> defense and behind the midfield, and now we have that kind of player. So, once again, Hoybier, I think, will be the most important player in that match for us. 
and I mean they they have they have a really good squad. They're fighting for the for a first spot with us. We have a better goal difference, you know. That's like, but we also have, in my opinion, a better squad. I think many other people's opinion are also a better squad. Uh, and so this is going to be a big game and our next big test. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's going to be a big one. Um, Liverpool were looking good, uh, yesterday against Wolves, um, at Anfield. They know what it is. Um, I mean, at the moment, looking at the, at the table, this is lining up to be the biggest game of the season. Um, and we all know Jose is going to make sure everyone in the locker room knows that. Um, what are your thoughts on the fact that, yeah, we have, you know, four big, we had four big games in a row. Do you think like between him and the players that the mentality is going to be able to, to stay where it's at? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I've just been the whole day trying to imagine how Mourinho is trying to get into the players' heads at this moment. Yep. Um, because, you know, they still have to focus on the Europa League game. It's yep. Antwerp. And, you know, we, we have to win this. I mean, it's the, a statement, you know, we have to make the statement. So yeah. we're, we don't finish second 100%. But um, I, think, I think he's definitely going to be with their minds. And the other teams' minds too, yeah. you know. Mind games have been off the top the last few games, which I yeah. love. Yeah, and, no, um, so I mean, our players, I think they know what's at stake. They know that we win this game, we stay above Liverpool. They yeah. win the game, they jump above us. Yeah, and so we we've. I mean, our players. I I feel like our players are sick and tired of this whole story about Liverpool. You know, it's our story. Yeah. It's our season. Yep. You know, we have to take this. We have to take this game and uh, move on from the game. Yep. But, uh, hopefully, hopefully you do very well. Yeah. And I know, I mean, uh, I know no Spurs fan and, and mostly guys on the field uh, will want still revenge from Champions League final. Um, literally mm-hmm. just, just that handball. Like, literally just Sadio Mane. <laughs> um, but that alone. Yeah, the ball that was going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that alone should be enough inspiration and hate. But uh, I, I'm curious. Also, that's a, that's a good shout out. I'm wondering what uh, what Jose's doing. I'm wondering what this week will look like in the media. Um, yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. I mean, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you know, both games this week are going to be important, and yeah. we have the players, uh, we have the mindset. We're coming off a very important win. We have bragging rights until the next game against Arsenal, you know? Yeah, and I think, you know, exactly. for the rest of the season, we're going to be above them the whole season. Yes. No St. Totteringham Day anytime no. soon. It's going to no. be St. Arsingham Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I fully agree. So uh, one last thing before we wrap it up. Um, <clears throat> so how great has Arsenal TV been lately? Oh, my God. You know... It's it's uh it's kind of embarrassing that I know a few of their names now. Yeah, yeah. oh definitely, <laughs> like, I, yeah. Crazy. I mean, like I don't I don't know. It's they're not really helping their team. And to I, be I, honest, I'm so not, confused by that. Yeah, they're not even worth our time. Like yeah, even no. something about that. It's definitely <laughs> um it's definitely like a fun thing on the at the end of the weekend just to open the phone up and see. The clips that all the Spurs fans have made of him just. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, expressions. You know, he always goes in on them. Like, last video I watched, expressions like, 
they should they should just take down his video. He got he took too many people down, man. <laughs> He's a murderer. The cops yeah, are 15, <laughs> 15 bodies caught oh live. <laughs> All wearing red. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so again, cannot wait for this next game. Last three games. I think, I guess before we go, one last thing. I don't think any of us, we all saw the schedule and knew what we were coming up against. We have one more to go. Um, I don't think any of us could have prayed for a better result. And I don't think, you know, four games ago, even though we've been playing great, that we could have imagined that it would have turned out this way. I wanted uh, a 5-0, 6-0 kind of game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted next time. Jose's only putting on defenders after the 50th right. minute. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme from a Manchester United fan, and it was basically it was basically like scoring against Tottenham ain't for everyone, you know? Because they got one goal, we got six, <laughs> and then no one else has been able to score against us in the top six, you know, the quote-unquote top six yep. so far this season. So, I mean, it's just all laughs. And it was it was good banter. Um, one more funny stat before we go, and I'm kind of butchering it, but I was reading one that was uh, Arsenal has more foul throw-ins than goals this season. That's Yeah, bro. Be- Baron is like, I don't know, man. I don't even know how that guy gets called up for the Spanish national team. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, no. he should just stick to planting trees and uh, – Investing in uh, vegan clubs, you know, you stick to that. You know? clothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make some money, and it's probably just retired because foul. So many foul throws, like yeah. so many. It's just yeah. horrible. I mean, Youngman Son has the same amount of goals as they have as a club this whole season. Yeah. They haven't scored from open play in almost eight hours. Oh God, that's like actually a stat. <laughs> but hey, let's move on. Let's move on from yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Let's go, exactly. let's go to uh, you know, more pressing matters. Yep. <laughs> um, so, you, do you have anything else you want to say or bring up? Uh, thinking about either the North London Derby or these matches this week before we uh, head out of here? Um, no, not really. I'm just I'm excited for Royal Antwerp. I hope Alderweireld gets to play that game. Yeah. Um, because I, I mean, he it's he didn't get to play the first time against them that we played, that's and that was like that's about, the but... <clears throat> right. I mean that's that's the game where he he should have played he didn't play we didn't get the same the right result and um, he hopefully he plays we get the right result and then we have enough motivation to really really take on Liverpool and make a statement. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, North London Derby down got the big old W. What we came for uh, the Stephen Bergwijn W. Um, World class mm-hmm. goals all around. Um, oh yeah, and so again, <laughs> I want to say thank you, Ade, for uh, coming out and doing this with me. Uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening. Definitely check us out on Instagram um, at the Yankee Yids Show, and definitely find us on our website, the Yankee Yids. Our podcast will be up there, and all of our creative content, merchandise, all those things. If you guys want to help support, um, definitely find us there. That's theyankeeyids.com. Um, but one more time, thank you again. And come on, you Spurs. DTID. Let's go. Yeah. Tip top Tottenham Hotspurs, the greatest team of the year. Tip top Tottenham Hotspurs, raise your glasses and give them a cheer.